This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Good morning, Rabotai. We are in the Orachaim of Parashat Shemot. There's many, many crucial Orachaims in this week's parasha. We're not going to be able to do many of them, but I wanted to share with you some of his insights. The Pasuk starts off with explaining the, the counting of Am Yisrael. So there's actually one, one interesting... Uh, one interesting count that it says that Vayihi kol nefesh yotze yerech Yaakov shivim nefesh v'yosef ayabim Mitzrayim. So the counting of all of the nefesh that were in uh, in in Egypt were seventy, and Yosef was in Mitzrayim. Now Vayihi is a language of tsar of pain. So why was there pain over here? Asks the Orachim Kadosh. If it's on the Galut, it's not yet, we're not yet talking about the Galut, says the Rachim HaKadosh. What does that mean? Kol Nefesh. Also it says, all of the Yotzei Yerech Yaakov. Why, why does it have to count them again? And thirdly, why does it have to say right after counting that there are 70 and Yosef was in Egypt? Says the Rachim HaKadosh. Maybe the Pshat in this Pasuk is the following. The Gemara in Masechet Sota Daflamid Vavamudbet tells us, that Yosef HaTzadik was supposed to have 12 tribes. <laughs> Who caused them not to have those tribes? Eshet Potiphar. As we said from the Midrash, she took, a, she took a metal object and she made him look at her. She forced him to look at her. Because of that, he held himself back and he held his, hand, his, his fingers. And from his fingers... Were, were drops of, of, of zera that were supposed to produce the ten tribes, Bikdusha Vitahara, and because of her action, he lost that schut of the ten tribes. Now the Ben Ishchai says, how could you have zera coming out of the fingers? And I also asked urologists, well, how does this work? He said, it's lemala mideverecha It makes no sense. Uh, the urologist told me there's no medical explanation. No medical explanation to that. Nothing you get from the fingers. But the Benish Chai says, it says exactly that. It says, and it was done like that in order to show you that it was totally above nature. And because of that, we did not have the ten Shvatim from Yosef HaTzadik. Rather, they came from Yaakov's children. They have 12 children. Says Urachim HaKadosh, Kol Nefesh, you want to know why everyone was only Shivim? Because Yosef was in Mitzrayim. Because Yosef was in Egypt. And he didn't have twelve children. He would have had twelve children. Twelve of them would have been would have been the uh, would have been the shvatim. So there would have been eighty. He only had two instead. He would have had ten more. So why were they only? It's a language of pain. We could have been more. We could have had, we could have the shvatim from Yosef at Sadiq. You know why we didn't? Because Yosef Ayamitzaim. We would have had the twelve children from Yaakov, but there would have been twelve tribes from Yosef. So that is the pshat in the pasuk. Unbelievable how he explains how, how he explains this pshat. In other words, you have to realize that sometimes in life there's uh, there, there's consequences and there's uh, there's there there could be there could be uh, ramifications to, to to actions. If a person puts himself in a place of nisayon, he doesn't know what could happen. I want to get. I want to tell you an unbelievable story that happened with Baba Meir, Rabbi Meir Abu Chatzera in Lajdod. Baba Meir was walking with his son, Rabbi David, from Nariya. 
Hashem should grant him a long life. And they saw this guy, Aharon, was saying Shabbat Shalom to them, but uh, you could tell he had a little suspicious uh, look to him. So, as they're walking, Baba Meir tells, uh, tells Rabbi David, this man wants to wait till we leave to go into the Bet Knesset, to go into his car, to go to the beach on Shabbat. Go tell, go tell him that it's Shabbat today, and he can't go. So Rabbi David walks over to the man, and he tells him, you know, today's Shabbat, you can't drive. But he says, thank you, thank you very much. He waits till they leave, they go upstairs. Baba Meir lived like on a, on a few floors, the second or third floor up. It was an outside type of house in Ashdod. And they hear the motor go on of somebody's car, Aharon's car. So Baba Meir goes out and he sees, he hears the noise. He says the following, Vaidom Aharon! Aharon should be still. The person's car stayed there totally inactive the whole Shabbat person was stuck inside the whole time couldn't leave because that's it that's all it took you put yourself in a situation of vulnerability vulnerable things could happen okay next Pasuk over here the Arachai Makadosh is going to tell us a very important lesson for the Geulah it's written the following. B'nei Yisrael pray to Hashem. Vaya'anchu b'nei Yisrael min avodah. They sighed. They were sad. Vayza'aku. And they cried out. Vata'al sha'avatam ila Elohim min avodah. And their prayer reached Hashem. So it doesn't say vata'al za'katam. It says Dorachai Makadosh. They were in great pain. And that's why the tefillah was accepted. In order to teach us that when a person is in pain and a person prays out of the pain, not that he sighs and he gives up. That's not the reason why they got saved. Is that they gave up. And they didn't take their tefillah and use it as a vehicle to pray to Hashem. But when a person is in a situation of distress, and he uses that situation of distress to pray to Hashem, then their tefillah is going to go up to Shamaim. That's what Dorachim HaKadosh teaches us, a very important lesson in in prayer, that when a person has a pain and he uses it, Hashem hears his tefillah. And the, the, the exact language of, of Rabbi Akov, of, of uh, I'm sorry, the, the Orachim HaKadosh is exactly that, that when a person Unbelievable. To our uh, uh, to our situation, Galut, and he says the following. It says later on in the parasha. I mean, this is the last I'm going to say from the Rachim Hakadosh for today. That 
en Perek Gimel Pasuk Chet, it says, Va'ered lehatzilo miyad mitzrayim ulaloto min ha'aretz. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I saw the pain of Am Yisrael, and I listened to their tza'aka, and I'm going to go down to save them. What does that mean, I'm going to go down to save them? Hashem is saying that if somebody is in pain, I'm going to go myself. Doesn't matter that I'm high, I'm, I'm, I'm high up, but if somebody is in pain, I'm going, to, I'm going to go towards them. But then Norachai Makadosh says, if that's the case that Hashem saw that we're bitzar, and He came to save us, why did it take such a long time? It took 12 months for all of the makot from beginning to end to happen. Why did it take so long? Every makah was three weeks. Every warning was one week. And all in all, there was another two months. It was 12 months. Why didn't Hashem take us out right away? Why did He have to have to make us go through this whole galut? <coughs> and if you're going to take, if you're going to say, why is it that Hashem say? why didn't Hashem save us? Okay, a little bit beforehand. He did it in a way that to the last minute we were there. He could have uh, took us out without keeping us pressed against the wall till the last minute. What did Hashem... Hashem took us out of the galut in a way of lo yuchlu leitmamea. Ask Dorachem HaKadosh, what an interesting way to take us out. And says Dorachem HaKadosh, a very important principle that obviously what was going on over here was that before the Bnei Sel were ready to be uh, to, to be uh, delivered from uh, from uh, from um, Mitzrayim, they had to rectify all of the different sparks of Tumah that there was. Forty nine years in another place, the Arizal says these sparks happen because of the time when Adam Arishon separated from his wife Chava. There was all types of sparks, and a lot of them landed in Mitzrayim. So says the Orachim HaKadosh, we were in a land of Tumah, and we went to 49 levels. Because we reached the 49 levels of Tumah in order to extract those, the, those sparks, that's why we reached 49 levels of Kedushah. And we couldn't reach the 50th, because if we would have reached the 50th, we would have reached also the 50th level of Binah. And the reason why we didn't reach the 50th level of Tumah, he says, Orachim HaKadosh, because we weren't B'nit Torah. And if we were B'nai Torah, like the, pre, the generations that followed that were B'nai Torah, with their Torah they would be able to take out the greatest, uh, the greatest sparks of Tumah. But we weren't able to, says the Rachem HaKadosh. And that's why we were stuck there until the last minute. We were waiting to take out as many Nitzotzot as possible. Unbelievable. The reason why we stayed in Galut, says the Rachem HaKadosh, was in order to rectify whatever we can in Mitzrayim till the last minute. So don't ask why Hashem kept us there for so long. Everything was a reason. And why are we in Galut for so long? Everything has a reason. And the reason is, is that when it's time for us to leave, that's when we're going to leave. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.